0: Unheard
1: of! What's up, everybody? We're back again for another episode of Unheard of. It's your two favorite boys, and we are back once again in person, live and direct for y'all. What's going on, Jared? How are you doing this week, man?
0: Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing great.
1: That's good, man.
0: How are you? um I'm pretty good.
1: Pretty good, man. Just uh. Just went to go see well, not just
0: went, it was like last week.
1: I, I had the whole Barbenheimer experience. Oh yeah. You know, you were a part of it. You you came uh for Oppenheimer, then uh me and one of my coworkers went and watched uh Barbie to end the night off. And uh yeah, I mean I guess we'll just go right into it, because we got a we got a good show planned for you this week and uh yeah, I guess we're starting off with the with Oppenheimer man.
0: Oh yeah. It was a good one. What did you think about it? It was the latest and greatest in Christopher Nolan's film sets. Um I thought it was really good. Yeah I, uh, I think I was watching some review and I don't know if anybody knows him on uh, YouTube, but it's the Cosmonaut Variety Hour.
1: No, I don't know.
0: He does a lot of reviews, I don't know. You know, he's got like hundreds of thousands of like, subscribers. Yeah. Way more than us. Um <laughs> but I like I like his review style and I didn't notice it until he told basically said it in this review, but he thinks most of Nolan's films could be cut by 30 or 45 minutes. And he's, he says the reason why is because Nolan seems to always do a bait and switch. Yeah. Like for the first two thirds of the movie, you have like one villain or you're working towards one climax basically. And then all of a sudden, it, you think it's going to be the end of the movie, and then it just takes a whole nother story turn. Yeah. And uh, like in Oppenheimer, I don't know if it's too early to spoil it, but basically if you haven't watched it, you're probably about to have it spoiled if you're listening to this review.
1: Yeah, sorry, everybody. We're,
0: we're like two weeks in, so, you know, it's good enough. Um, but in Oppenheimer, they get to the point of the Trinity test, and then it takes a complete turn because you think, all right, that's the end of the movie. Like, that's where it's about to end. But then Lewis Strauss, played by Robert Downey Jr., just straight up becomes like a focal point at that point. Yeah. And then it talks about him trying to take down uh, Oppenheimer's image. And and I was like, wow, dang, he's right. Because the movie could have ended at the Trinity site. And then it lasted for like a whole another 45 minutes with uh, the second villain and antagonist and all that. But overall, I like a good Nolan film. And this is this is up there. Um, I don't care that there's like two stories in it. Basically, yeah, uh, it was worth the three hours to me, and uh, I it's i say it's it's up there for like a top biopic for somebody.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. Um, I really enjoyed it myself. I thought that this was, I mean, this was obviously a huge ensemble cast. Uh, and I didn't think one performance in it was, was wasted. I think everybody brought their brought their A game. Even even old Josh Peck, dude. Oh yeah. Like everybody, uh all the all the performances top to bottom were great. Uh Killian Murphy as uh J uh, Robert Oppenheimer yeah. uh, was 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 phenomenal. Uh, you know, you had Emily Blunt as his wife and like she was like she had the, the most, in my opinion, like I mean not like underrated, you yeah. know, but like well she I feel like she played a really good part, you know, like yeah she did um just like whenever she was getting grilled at the end at 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 his uh sixteen at basically his murder uh trial yeah. um like yeah she 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 tore that that uh attorney a new one, and uh, I thought that was a really great moment in the uh in the movie, and even when he was getting uh grilled himself. Yeah. I thought they like visually they did a really good job of like basically seeing through his eyes like everything right. was like falling apart, basically, and then you switch to them looking at him, and like everything looked normal, and like uh the score as well, man, Ludwig. uh I can never really pronounce his last name,
0: Joronson, I
1: think so, something like that. I don't wanna just be wrong though um he did a he did a great job with the score that uh. And like you were talking about the the Trinity test, that scene was really powerful in my opinion. Like, like just so you see the 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 light of the bomb go off, and like everything is quiet. You get to see uh, basically everyone's reactions yeah. to it, and like you know some, a lot of it was was like you know they were happy with what they did, and then like uh, Oppenheimer, you could you could kind of start to be able to see the horror on his face and like uh basically seeing the ramifications of what they just made happen just by the test you know um so yeah no i thought i thought everything about this movie was was really good
0: man did uh did you know that when they basically have bombs like that though because of the way that sound travels the way they did it in the movie was kind of realistic yeah, because yeah, so you would just see the light first mm-hmm. until the sound gets to you. It's kind of like, it's kind of like lightning and thunder. You see the lightning first yep. and then you hear the thunder after. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's really interesting because a lot of times in action films, you'll see an explosion and it's just like, boom. And you know, you'll hear it right away. And uh, it's, I think uh, Nolan has a way of intensifying like real life. Yeah. In yeah. That, in that sense which is kind of scary and uh the movie talks about it near the end uh like how japan was devastated with you know hiroshima and nagasaki um but could you imagine just like being in a city and then you just look up and you see that light and then within seconds oh yeah and then you're just
1: basically vaporized um yeah i mean i i couldn't i couldn't imagine that no uh (laughs) i hope it doesn't happen here but um you know, like I do like the way they went after the Trinity test. It was like mm-hmm. basically the next day they were taking the the bombs away, yeah. And uh, you know, basically plotting on where they were where they were gonna uh drop a map, and then you then you see the like well you get to hear like the uh radio broadcast yeah after they uh dropped the bombs and everything, and then like I feel like the movie does take a a sort of a a, a darker turn uh, there, oh, yeah. because um I mean, in the in the beginning parts of the movie, you know, it was basically you know let's you know science science this stuff up, you know, yeah. and uh, it doesn't and,
0: matter you know, that the government's bomb. funding
1: it. Yeah, no, and, <laughs> the U.S. And military make this bomb, and I don't know. Like at some points, the movie was like really fun, yeah. you know, to watch. And then, like once you once you get in deeper into like, oh now Oppenheimer feels feels this this great like guilt and responsibility yeah. for what happens uh, with the, these bombs. You know, it it um <clears throat> it really ratchets up the kind of like the overall feel of dread. Oh yeah. yeah, in the in the movie, and then like the uh basically the what, what were they called? Was it the gray board? Or something like that. The 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 board of people who were who were doing the little trial for Oppenheimer. Oh. That Strauss set up.
0: Yeah, I don't. I can't remember the name, but it was you know it's basically the board for his security clearance.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that that interview that that uh board meeting was basically happening throughout the entire movie, you know, and you don't really know what it's for. Until about after is it about after the Trinity test? Yeah, when you when you see that you no, know, like this, uh, they're basically it's a witch hunt. Yeah, you know, just to get him away from uh, the I guess like the scientific community, right?
0: Well, it was more or less the fact that he became an independent thinker because, despite essentially making the greatest bomb in history at the time, and the greatest military weapon in general, he became an advocate against it because he knew the harm it could cause and uh it is a witch hunt and in a way that's just what they do i mean tiff will tell you from studying salem that obviously a lot of witches back in those times were just women yeah like but the problem was they were independent thinkers and men didn't want that they're like nah you back talked me you're a witch (laughs) Witch, you're Uh, ready to die (laughs) <laughs> we'll burn you at the stake. I'm going to say you're conjuring magic up in here for not listening to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it was a witch hunt, but at the same time, what do you think's going to happen? Like, you go against the government, and you helped build that machine. Yeah, yeah, they're, uh, so... they're going
1: to take it, and it's theirs now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I get, I get that he kind of felt like he had this duty yeah. to make it just, be- you know, before uh, Germany could. Yeah. or Germany could have that, that same technology because um, I mean it, it definitely turned the, the, the tide in the war Um, <clears throat> so um, I mean I, I
0: they didn't get to use it though on Germany
1: I mean yeah I know but, so
0: I mean you know that technically didn't turn the tide at all I mean Hitler killed himself before the bomb was even used
1: they, um, never mind <laughs> I need to go back to history class
0: um i have a i have a degree in history so it's okay there it
1: is (laughs) um well
0: that's why they kept talking about it in the movie you know like basically they said okay well germany's done but japan those people will never surrender they're too prideful
1: yeah okay they're
0: like we we got to use it on somebody now we can't use it on the nazis because they surrendered
1: (laughs) i got you um but uh yeah i guess i felt like i felt i understood his duty and he uh, felt like he had to make it and then i definitely understood his uh basically his regret in making it
0: which you know also like speaking of the us decisions it's weird that in that time they did that because even the japanese when they got us they got us on a military post yeah and you know they were just like nah, we're not going to go for one of y'all's military bases. We're just going to teach you a straight-up lesson.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're just going to drop it I mean, on your people.
0: Which really sucks, but um, did you know that I didn't notice it in the movie until I read it after, that President Truman, who called Oppenheimer like a whiny baby scientist or Yeah, whatever,
1: basically he said, don't let that yeah. baby back in here. Dude, no, he just said, don't let that crop baby back yeah. in here.
0: Um, he was played by Gary Oldman. Yes, dude, I, I was going to bring that up. I didn't even notice it either,
1: like. I was like, yo, he played that part so, yes. so well,
0: <laughs> and I read up on it, and that's that's supposedly a true story. Like he goes in there to meet Truman. Yeah, and, um, he expresses that he felt like he had blood on his hands. Yeah, and he's like, stop being a crybaby. He was
1: like, who who do you really think that they're gonna blame for for this bomb, dude? The president, not not some Nancy boy scientist who made it.
0: <laughs> Man,
1: that's basically his, those those are his words, not mine.
0: Yeah, not yeah. Mine. <laughs> We wouldn't say that. No. We can um, about lives on this show.
1: Did you uh, – what did you think about the scene of them kind of celebrating the dropping of the bombs and uh, where he had that whole speech and that little, like, uh, auditorium, yeah, or auditorium or city hall or whatever? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I mean, he was just, like, playing a part after he saw the devastation. So he was just saying what he thought would be good for a crowd at the time. Uh, I thought that
1: scene was really good. It
0: was really good. It was, it was powerful. Just like
1: the way that, like, basically you like seeing through Oppenheimer's eyes, yeah. like again, like everything is like crumbling apart, you yeah. know. And he envisions, you know, stepping into a ashes body, yeah, it. of somebody yeah. who was who was just decimated by the bomb. Um, I thought that was a really great scene. I really like the uh, the mixing oh, all, yeah. in this in this movie. Like, I feel like even when the the intensity ratches up. The, the the score is really loud yeah. uh you know something is intense but like you can still be able to hear everybody clearly
0: yeah and nolan's had a problem with that in the past y'all go back and watch interstellar and during some of the biggest moments you can't hear what they're saying it's getting drowned out by the music Yeah. Uh, which honestly interstellar is still i mean i don't know it might be my favorite film it, of all time
1: it might be yeah i but, mean i think it's definitely my favorite nolan
0: yeah uh movie it's he's still just a brilliant maker um what do you think about the perspectives like basically how the black and white scenes were when it was lewis strauss as the focal point mm-hmm. and then you know everything else in color was oppenheimer's point of view
1: i liked it I um i like the kind of you know, kind of playing with, with it, like, uh, the juxtaposition of, okay. of everything. Um, I think, I, I thought it was more like, uh, what, I thought no one said that the black and white scenes were, were objective and, the uh, uh, color scenes were subjective.
0: Yeah. Well, either way, the color is like Oppenheimer's view mm-hmm. and then we're just seeing like, yeah, Strauss or the outside world's point of view. I got when you. When it's black and white.
1: Um, yeah no i i thought i thought it was really good um i i like those scenes with strauss and just like to basically want to tear down this person yeah all because you thought that they talked some junk about you to to einstein when in reality that isn't anything they weren't talking about you to begin with and just to have that set of just that mindset of like Oh, Einstein kinda kinda snubbed me, you yeah. know, like after he had a conversation with this guy. So this guy obviously, you know, said some some crazy stuff about me. Like to try to 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 ruin that man's whole image just because of that, bro. Strauss, a real piece of work.
0: He was like and man, Robert Downey Jr. went all out. Yeah. He, he was so like conniving and just with like the darted in his eyes you know you could tell what emotion he was he didn't really have to smile or anything either it's just like the way he looked across the room or whatever Uh, i thought it was probably one of Downey jr's best parts he might get nominated for an oscar for that he might like best supporting actor or whatever
1: he really might um i mean i i thought i thought his performance was was super good especially like we haven't seen him do anything outside of uh Unless outside you, of the MCU,
0: Once you watch Doolittle,
1: right after. Oh yeah, no, nah, I'll say that, that, <laughs> didn't like everybody hate that movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, like basically, like this is him returning after you know the his bout in the MCU. Yeah, and um, not that I felt like it could go either way. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I obviously think he's a he's a pretty good actor. I mean, yeah. hell, he, he's played people. People, like, basically want him to be Tony Stark forever. Forever. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, I mean, at least when he was in it, you know, the movies were good. Yeah, yeah. And um,
1: he's played that part so well for so long. People were kind of like, you know, is he going to be good in this movie? And then, like, yeah. to just, like, have a performance like that and, and basically show up, like, and basically blow away everybody's expectations at least mine yeah. um was was really good and I mean like I said just like one of the many uh ensemble performances in here that was just phenomenal dude I, I like Rami Malik oh yeah as a as that one scientist and I like how uh he basically ruined Strauss's chances of uh being a, a part of the cabinet yeah like that was that was awesome
0: And you know what, I wanna say this movie got a lot like some flag for the nudity. But uh it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. Like I've seen much worse in a rated R film. (laughs) Like much more graphic stuff in a rated R film.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Like I don't know. That stuff
0: was white. Yeah. In terms of rated R films, it could have been a lot worse. Just boobs. Yeah. That was it. (laughs) I mean, but like still, I'm just saying. People talk about like it being graphic. I'm like I don't know. I've I've seen some graphic stuff in rated R films. Yeah, yeah. That was almost tame. I think people are mad at that conversation that Tatlock had with him, uh, with the book and quoting, you know, the I have a um, dead quote, yeah. because I'm. He doesn't. He says that in an interview in life. Oh, really? And uh, I don't think it was reported he ever said it like that.
1: But <laughs> okay, not like that's not like uh, her, yeah, holding the book up to him, telling him to read it. Yeah, <laughs> he,
0: he said that quote later in life when he was looking back and you know, basically regretting what he had done.
1: Yeah,
0: um, it probably is based off the book, which name I can't remember right now, but that they read. I'm just saying, as far as newsworthy goes, I think uh, Florence Pugue she's just been in the news lately for that type of thing. And so I guess it makes headlines. Yeah. So it was it was pretty tame for a rated R film.
1: Yeah, my opinion it was. Um what did you think of kind of that like final sequence of kind of like the flash forward and you know, Oppenheimer is uh at this like whole uh government meeting or whatever. I guess he's getting like his uh some like medal or yeah. something like that and um <clears throat> then you kind of flash to the conversation that he actually ended up having with um with Einstein, Einstein. Yeah. yeah uh what did you think of that it was really like good the ending of the, of the film
0: yeah it was really uh it was filmed well like uh it's just really cool how you see life play out and then just for that final scene to be just two great minds talking and had no <laughs> no implication about Strauss or anything. They were just two buddies chatting. Yeah, basically. Uh,
1: but I mean he did tell him some like messed up stuff though.
0: Yeah, he did. But hey, it is what it is, you know. Einstein, he knows that stuff.
1: Yeah, and so so yeah, I mean I, I definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was was great from the moment it started until the moment it ended.
0: Really cool to see Einstein in, like, a relaxed character way. Yeah. You know. He's always brought up as kind of, like, a crazy genius.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, He did seem more like chill, docile type uh, in this movie. And who who played him, do you know?
0: No, I don't know the name.
1: Okay, because I thought it was the – I think I saw somewhere that it was, like, the guy from uh, The Dark Knight Rises – who uh the old man that was in the prison who basically coaches oh, okay. Bruce to to climb up the out of the hole?
0: It could be. I, don't I think know. it was that guy. Christopher Nolan likes to use you know his loop of people. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I mean, yeah, like I I like that about like big directors too, like yeah. Scorsese, uh Tarantino. They basically have their whole like little cast of yeah. of people that they that they cast in the movies. I mean, they, they're all usually really good. So, yeah. I mean, no complaints for me.
0: I'm going to see a Scorsese film here soon. Killers of the Flower Moon.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, man.
0: Yeah. Who is...
1: DiCaprio's yeah. in there, right?
0: Yeah, we got DiCaprio in there.
1: Yeah. I'm ex- I mean, I'm excited about that movie. It's probably going to be another freaking long one, though, man.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it three hours again, you know?
1: Do you think Scorsese is just making the longest movies possible just to, like have uh i don't know just just to just to be able to to say he's making these long movies or like is it just for his um
0: i don't think he cares for his own benefit at this point yeah i don't think he cares about it being this long it's just like hey i am who i am if i say this scene shouldn't get cut then it shouldn't get cut
1: i mean yeah because scorsese is is cinema yeah
0: he has he has the ultimate say
1: of what is and what isn't cinema. So,
0: Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I think uh, Oppenheimer is like a nine point five out of ten for me. Okay, okay. That's I was gonna good. I
1: was gonna ask you out of ten or out of five, whichever way you want to do it. Uh, I feel like I feel like I do need another viewing. Yeah, like a, to to go see it again, but. My initial, like it was like, I say like a nine point two, nine point four, something like that. Is like it's almost perfect, you know, yeah. in my opinion. But like maybe, maybe with another view, and it, it 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 will it will get like a ten or something.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, for me, because I, Interstellar is also a pretty long movie. It's like two hours and forty minutes, mm-hmm. and. I couldn't make sense of it, some of it, the first time, and then when I watched it again, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely one of the ones that you got to watch a couple times. Um, Interstellar, and for me, Tenet yeah. was another one, uh, another one of Christopher Nolan's movies that I that I had to watch a couple times. I still haven't seen The Prestige, but I heard that's another one that you might need a, a couple viewings of. Um, I I like I like these Christopher Nolan movies because he definitely he doesn't he doesn't he i feel like he makes stuff that's like thought provoking you yeah, know what i'm does. saying like something that you need to watch a couple times to be able to get like the gravity of yeah. me, you know what i'm saying um and i mean i'm excited for whatever else he comes out with Man, so I and like i, I don't
0: practical
1: yeah 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 and then like uh for interstellar like how they how they basically uh had to make what black holes do get basically kind of like out of scratch yeah and then uh kind of make it make sense inside of a movie too like and then for it to make sense and then for it to go on and then like people have uh have made like um is it like did they make like new scientific findings based off of the
0: yeah or they uh they used some scientific studies, because you know what the black hole looks like in yeah. the movie. Well, they actually took new images of a black hole from above, and when they flipped it like on its axis, it looked almost exactly like it was an in interstellar. That's crazy, so yeah, it's wild. Like, does
1: he have a does he have a history with science like that?
0: No, he or, like
1: he's just a director.
0: Like, he reads books. That's like, that's crazy. He he wrote Interstellar based off of a book by somebody and i don't know which book it was but he did the same thing for oppenheimer he wrote a book or he read a book and then he wrote the movie
1: that's pretty cool yeah yeah i'm i'm definitely excited for whatever lcs coming but i know it isn't gonna be with warner brothers because i mean this other movie that we could talk about bro Barbie barbie and them dropping dropping oppenheimer on the same day and you know what i will say this about the 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 barbenheimer you know whole event thing um i thought it was genius yeah heck yeah but i mean i i think it's more genius because of like it came from the consumers you know i'm saying like it's not this wasn't this wasn't like movie studios going oh yeah you know go see our movies on the same day you know it's a it's a whole thing Um, they'll do
0: that now like they'll try to yeah. Like they try to do the plant it thing or they'll, you know, grab some influencers here and there to make videos about it.
1: And yeah, and it's not it's it's it won't be as genuine, I don't yeah. feel. You know what I'm saying? Like because because um, like I saw I saw the trailer for I think Oppenheimer first, and I was like, damn, I wanna go see that.
0: Yeah.
1: And then like I saw the trailer for Barbie and I was like, oh, this looks like it's gonna be pretty funny and fun. Yeah. Like I wanna go see that. And then I found it on the same day, and I was like, dang might as well see him on the same day and then the and then the whole then the whole like because like i thought it was like a good contrast of yeah. like uh uh basically a movie about uh of, like man's destruction yeah. um and then just like a funny doll movie um but then like it it, it caught fire uh on like the internet and on twitter and um i was like yeah this is definitely something i can get behind like this isn't like uh this isn't like uh, how they tried to re-release uh, Morbius oh, yeah. after the whole Morbin uh, thing. Morvan like, how, Yeah, yeah. Like how I, <laughs> after that got popular, they tried to re-release it and then nobody wants <laughs> to go see it again. Well, that's because your movie <laughs> has
0: to be good first.
1: Like, I feel like for like the general consumer, people, people can like tell you know whether whether uh people are being sincere or not especially like, yeah. even on even on the internet like like i feel like that whole like thing with with uh morbius was like a joke like a haha you know what i'm saying like and like i feel like barbenheimer was more yeah, like was... this is like a thing yeah and everybody's doing it you know and so then that's what it that's what it became and um i I wanted to see Barbie first and then Oppenheimer and then like, you know, coordinating with you, you had to, uh, yeah, yeah. you had something you had to go do. So we went to go see uh, Oppenheimer first, but I don't regret it. I don't, I like the, I yeah. like the uh seeing, seeing it early, you know, getting all that, getting all that intense stuff out of the way first and then going to go see something light and fun and everything. Cause like that Barbie movie was <laughs> It was really funny.
0: I gotta go see it. Tiff saw it too already. And uh, I did see like a behind the scenes feature on it though. Mm-hmm. And again, Barbenheimer should show something that people do like actual movies still. Yeah, you know, we don't want to watch CGI messes all the time of people fighting and it looking terrible. You know, um, like both those movies use practical effects and they look really good. So, um, yeah, you no, know, you can make a real movie and a show now too. Um yeah, I gotta go see Barbie.
1: It's, it it was pretty funny. Like I liked all the all the jokes. Uh I, I don't I don't I don't think this is a spoiler. I was gonna say say my favorite joke from the movie. Uh Barbie is at like basically like the Mattel offices. Yeah. And uh she's looking for the woman in charge. And this is boardroom was yeah. filled with like twenty men, and she was like listing off uh, positions and like, oh, that's him, oh, that's him, and then uh, there's like a regular Mattel worker in there, yeah. and then he's like, well, I don't hold any positions of power. Does that mean I'm a woman? <laughs> <laughs> so like that was that was just one of my favorite ones. And then like Lizzo um, has these songs in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It's like over like two separate days. And like to see how they change from day to day was it was really funny. Like those those beginning songs are yeah. really good. Um I mean another uh kind of like Oppenheimer, another huge ensemble cast. Yeah. And um I feel like everybody did like a really good job. They had, you know, uh uh Shang-Chi in there, yeah, uh, Simu yeah. Lu, and uh Oh man, what is his name? The guy from that plays graphic from uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, oh, uh, is it Kingsley Benadire or yeah. is that his first name? Is is it Kingsley? I think it's. I know it's those three names.
0: No, I have I not, just don't
1: know which order it's in.
0: I have not watched Secret Invasion yet.
1: Oh, you haven't? No. Dang, I was going to ask you if you if you seen it. I haven't.
0: Um, I hear getting, it, I hear it ended uh i basically heard it ended bad even though it started good
1: it really did start out in my opinion like really good mm-hmm. like it like it, this was going to be a really good show um i feel like six episodes was i don't i don't know if you would want to tell this story short or I, I feel like the initial like thing to do six episodes yeah. was good but already, I still, like, they still had, like, filler episodes.
0: Yeah. You know? That sucks. Six episodes and you're getting a filler? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, man. At least uh, we were talking about it last week when we watched Righteous Gemstones together. Yeah. Uh, because when we watched it, it was the... Uh... No, no, no. We watched an actual episode. But the week before, it was the filler episode with the kids. A
1: flashback. I yeah. like that, though.
0: But... That's because it's well-written. Yeah. And it could actually still apply to the modern story to see how they're thinking. But, man, all these other shows, with TV only being, like, eight to ten episodes a season now, and you get a filler, I'm like, come on with this. Yeah, bro. Because
1: it's, like, it's it's so much that I could be watching right now, Yeah, and I'm choosing to watch your show, and, like, this episode kind of, like, is a waste of time.
0: You give me ten hours of content. And used to, you'd get twenty three back in, you know, the old. I won't say old, but you know, like ten years ago on yeah. TV, you'd get twenty three episode seasons, and you'd get a couple fillers. But now we're getting them in six episodes, eight episodes, ten. Okay, like, yeah. hey, come on. It's
1: a shame, but respect the viewer. You know, but um, that's why they're on strike. Oh yeah, yeah, the actors, actors. yeah, yeah, and the writers. <laughs> I was like, who? (laughs) But um now to kind of like bring it back to um Barbie though, like um I don't I don't really get all of the outrage and and stuff about about this movie. Um mostly because like I just try to enjoy things. Yeah. Like I'm 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 I mean I I'm not dense by any means of the word like i i i get that um people put their own like agendas or whatever into their into their art but like it's i feel like it's not like they were just like being overt you know about it and it's more just like a fun movie
0: you know well it's like have you ever have you ever laughed at somebody when they fell down or got hurt you know and yeah (laughs) Basically, you know that you wouldn't want to be in that pain. But in the moment, it's pretty funny, yeah. you know, watching it from a different angle. Yeah. So to me, it's like the people that waste their time to be political about dumb stuff, they're not having fun. No. And I'm having fun laughing at everybody. Yeah. like Even myself, in I, my own views.
1: I thought it was just a, a just a really fun, just yeah. really funny, like, doesn't take itself serious movie.
0: I mean... Hey, everybody complains about everything now. That's true. That's the left, true. the right, the middle, the in betweens. Everybody's offended about something.
1: That's true. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where else. What uh, we're gonna go with Barbie? Unfortunately, though, since you haven't seen it, so
0: I have not seen it. Dang. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What'd you rate Barbie? What would you rate
1: Barbie? What would I rate Barbie? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd give it like an eight point five. You know, I really enjoyed the music. Yeah, I thought everybody like uh was really funny, was and it yeah, like I enjoyed a lot of all, their, all their music. Things. Or was
0: it like composed?
1: Um, I had a lot of, I mean, original songs in it and and everything. Uh, Ken, like, uh, what is his name? Yeah Ryan, yeah, Ryan Gosling does his like he has a Ken song. I've seen that. Yeah, at the at the end, and like I said, the two uh Lizzo like songs. So she's like basically she's basically talking about Barbie's day, yeah, you know? uh, and how she starts her day and stuff like that. Um, those those songs were really good. Um, Tim and Impala has a song on there. Uh, so that I mean, yeah, the the the, the music was was really good.
0: Wow, that's good, man. I'm glad to watch it. Maybe by the next one, I'll have seen it. Uh, you know, speaking of rating movies on a ten scale, do you know what the Roman numeral for ten is? I think it's X, man. It is an X, and that leads us into our next topic, <laughs> which is X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, Elon Musk is uh, I think he's trying to tear down. Twitter I mean he he won't say it but I think he'd be okay if it went bankrupt tomorrow
1: I mean yeah that's exactly where they're heading to man. like (laughs) uh how can you this app and I like this 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 does really upset me because this is this app that I've claimed is the best social media platform uh basically for like the past I mean I've only been on there for for 12 years so I, I've been claiming it was the best, basically since then. Um, just to see it, just like come to where it's come to now. I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a fitting in, But I mean, at least people are still getting these jokes off. I guess.
0: Well, they'll, uh, I think everybody's gonna keep using it. Who already uses it until? threads pretty much makes themselves exactly like twitter
1: oh yeah i mean listen i'm I, i'm probably gonna be on twitter until they shut the servers yeah. off
0: yeah no you'll be on x
1: i'm n- i'm <laughs> not calling it x bro
0: like you have this huge
1: ip <laughs> this huge brand that you bought into and like it's 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 called one thing that's what that's what everybody calls it and then to basically like, Whoa. basically like destroy everything with a title change. And it's just a one letter, bro. Yeah. I feel like that's like, I Whoa. feel like it's so dumb.
0: Supposedly he's like obsessed with it. Have you been reading about this?
1: About what, the letter
0: X? Yeah. So,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, I've heard.
0: So Elon Musk. And when he basically joined PayPal through a merger, his company and them, uh, I can't remember the names, but basically one company that he joined had paypal they weren't technically called paypal yet Mm -hmm. but paypal was more or less like a an app yeah in that way back in that day um well the company loved paypal elon musk loved x.com and so they had these x.com debit cards but it also branded paypal on those cards um but supposedly he was super insistent on x.com nobody liked it they're like hey we need to just rename this company paypal that's what everybody loves um and the founder of paypal actually staged a coup against Elon Musk <clears throat> so when Elon Musk got married the first time he's on he's boarding the flight to his honeymoon and they call him to tell him that the board ousted him from the company Damn. and uh <laughs> PayPal owned X.com for decades after that, or maybe a decade, decade and a half. And I think in 2013 to 16, somewhere between there, could have been 18. I can't remember what I read. but Elon, 16, 17. 16, yeah. 18. <laughs> no, no, 18. 18 no. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was able to buy X.com back from PayPal okay. just based out of nostalgia. Now, also keep in mind, his space company is SpaceX. Space yeah. So for some, and I think one of his kids, you know, because he does that weird lettering bullcrap now. I think X is famously like in one of the names. And
1: isn't that the kid he had with Groms? Yeah. Okay. Like
0: A E X dash twelve or something. I don't know. Ah, uh, hey. <laughs> he uh he seems to have this weird fascination with X, and I will say that uh, so Elon Musk. Came out like years ago saying that uh, he had Asperger's, which is offensive now, I think, because now. Wait, what what's offensive? The term. The term? Yeah, because now it's just grouped into autism. Oh, okay. So they'll say you're like uh, stage one, stage two, stage three, depending on how high level you are or whatever. Okay. And as a parent of someone with autism. I can tell you that when they are focused on something, they will stay focused on that. Yeah. So this fascination with X is driving him for some reason. And he's like, well, couldn't make it work with PayPal, so I'm yeah. going to make it work here. Um, but also that story is funny of how that company ousted him. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's
1: that's hilarious. Funny, but... <laughs> that's hilarious. Um. Nah, man, but like just all the little changes and stuff that's happened to to Twitter ever since uh, Elon Musk has has taken over. Like it's really, x. It really sucks. I'm not calling it that. <laughs> like all these all these little things that's changed. Like uh, when when it when uh they were getting like thrown out of different offices yeah. offices and stuff. And, like, they didn't, like, move their – this was the story that they didn't move, like, their server – move over servers or whatever. And then, like, people had, uh, like, tweet counts where they could only see so many tweets. Uh, And then, like, you couldn't see anything else for the rest of the day. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. That that day was almost my last day on Twitter (laughs) because, like – so I saw it and – Cause like, is it said like tweet limit exceeded or something like that? Like yeah. try again like, later or whatever. Yeah. Um. So like, I saw it for like a flash, and I was like, but then more tweets popped up, and so I was like, what the heck was that? So like, I scrolled through a bunch of tweets just to get that like, like to see if I could get that error message again.
0: Yeah.
1: And then like, I got it again, and then like, I actually looked it up to see what it was. And then, like people was like, "Yeah, you can only see so many, like six thousand tweets in a day." Jeez. And I was like, "There's no way, bro!" <laughs> like, I just wasted all of my tweet limits just to get this error message again because <laughs> I hadn't seen it all day. It was like early in the morning when I went because I, I was at, at like the barbershop. shop, yeah. And um, I was like, "Bro, this is this is gonna be a terrible day."
0: <laughs> Jesus,
1: because like this app has given me just hours and hours of entertainment on in, and just like now to to see that it's like how much people have like people just like basically hate it you know what i'm saying yeah. it makes it like less of a place that you want to be you know
0: yeah we should, um we should start our own, our it, own seem, it seems the twitter brand is up for sale how much you think you're gonna
1: want for uh For a brand. He
0: already said it's worth half the value he paid, so no less than 20 bills.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he can keep that. He can keep that. Um,
0: I do have a crazy ticket idea. Yeah. What's that? Talk about this on the show, see what people think about it. So everybody's been going crazy over Ticketmaster? Yeah. Because, like, so with the Taylor Swift thing, you know, people have been saying, and even Beyonce lately, that in the U.S. alone, They'll see tickets, and they'll have to pay over a thousand dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. But in reality, the actual prices are not that much. No, it's like resales. Yeah, because uh, like for me and Tiff to go to um, Taylor Swift, because we, we did go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had a crazy weekend in Denver. Uh, Paramore and Taylor Swift back to back. But um, the Taylor Swift tickets, we were in section one hundred, like right above the floor. And those tickets only cost $500 for the both of us. And I guarantee that experience, if I would have gotten them on resale, two grand. Yeah, easy. Easy. um, I want to start, well, want to, but, you know, probably never happened. I think ticket websites, because you know they make most of their money off those resales. Mm -hmm. I think, okay, you sell the first round of tickets and you make almost no money except on the fees. You allow, and people, the fees are outrageous, yeah, by the way. The fees they are crazy, but you allow somebody to resell that ticket once at like a 10 to 15% markup. But once it hits 15%, that's it. Yeah. So if somebody buys it at that 15% price higher, they can't resell it for anything higher, they can only get their money back. Okay, I mean, I do like that. Yeah, because then you can't charge people this outrageous amount of yeah, money. Yeah, just out
1: the ass, bro. For for a ticket, bro. That's why, like, I've kind of gotten to to this place where like larger artists that I want to see, like, I'm just kind of like reserved to never seeing them live, bro. <laughs> unless I unless I fuck up some money for like a a festival or something like that. Yeah, like, nah, like I'm. Kanye was probably the my first and last big artist that I'm going to go see, man. Because even then, like, I mean, that ticket was, like, 200 bucks. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't think it was that that bad. And that was during when he was, he had the, like, floating stage yeah. and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool to go see live. But, um, nah, man, seeing seeing big artists and then having to worry about, uh getting the tickets and standing in line like the day they come out or trying to get like a presale yeah. or something like that is too much of a hassle, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to be able to like pick up tickets like 2 weeks before yeah. the show and the tickets haven't well, even gone up, you know what I'm saying?
0: I think yeah, you have to wait till their star starts to fade a little bit. Yeah. Now, Paramore is never going to be as big as like Taylor Swift. Yeah. But they're a known band, you know, but we still found tickets for their normal price and got on the floor uh for a good price.
1: That's good, man. Cheaper
0: than Taylor Swift, but like I said, you know, they're not as known. And with Taylor Swift, I got lucky. Um Jeff said she wanted the tickets, and so we both signed up for that pre-sale and I got the link, not her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but getting them was crazy because the link they sent me and millions of others that it sounds like um uh, it wasn't working, you know. I got in there in my time and then immediately it's like, you know, hour or two wait. I'm like, okay, no big deal. But after like two and a half hours and, you know, I had nothing going on. No big deal. Yeah. I just kept the phone open. Um, I was like, man, screw this. So I went and I got lunch and I still refreshed it. And it was same thing, like two and a half hours. I'm like, hey, what if I just close this link entirely and open it back up? Because, obviously, my wait time isn't changing. Dude, when I closed the link and then I clicked on that link again to go back to it, immediately took me to the tickets. Really? Yeah, I swear oh, to God. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't have to wait in the line or anything. Well, I mean, and
1: you then, technically already waited in
0: yeah, line. I did already wait. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it said it was still going to be two or three hours. And I just, like, closed the tab. I yes, came right back. Good. Took me right there. And Ben. It's like, all right. Um,
1: but yeah, back to X though. Like, did you see that one video of them uh putting that like X logo on that on that building? I did, and it's the way it lights <laughs> up, and it's facing that like. Apartments. I saw somebody. Yeah, I saw somebody to say that that those were like uh elderly apartments too. Yeah.
0: That's even funnier. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like bro, like can you imagine, bro? Some old lady, bro. She's just trying to watch her like Golden Girls or something, bro. And it's like eight o'clock at night, and she can't watch it because like, you know, the X building across from her.
0: You know those uh, they're like videos I've seen on TikTok from time to time. Like you're a two thousands kid or nineties kid if you remember this. Yeah, and it's like the kid waking up in the middle of the night, the Monsters Inc. scene. But on the TV it's George Lopez. Yeah. And what if that kid wakes up and they just see a bunch of flashing outside and it's the X logo? <laughs> X logo, bro.
1: That's crazy. Um I just I mean, how okay. How long do you see the life of Twitter X? Of X. <laughs> um before before basically it's all over.
0: Well, there has to be competition. And uh, there's not technically competition yet. Like, Threads came out, and it's really, really blank. I mean, there's, like, nothing on Threads. Um, It would be a good competitor, but they got to start adding news. Like, they need to have a news section and some other stuff to do on there. Otherwise, it'll fail. But... If Thread starts adding news within the year and like social feeds, um I give X like two years.
1: Two years, okay
0: two years or less.
1: Um two, so two years max. Yeah. Okay. Um man, I don't know, man. Because, uh, like I said, like this app I've held I've held near and dear to my heart, man, since since like 2012 2011 something like that and um i know i know the like i don't know if i wanted to say like the quality of people that are on there like um but just kind of like the people who have kept this app alive you know what i'm saying and like basically relevant for for um all these years like I don't know. I feel like if, if there's not a lot of more like drastic changes, like basically all we ever been asking for is an edit tweet button.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't need it. And
1: now the, now the name has changed. Yeah. Verification don't work the same. Like it's,
0: it's edit tweet could be dangerous. Like it's
1: lame. Like, why do you say that?
0: Especially with public figures. They could always go back and like change what they said.
1: I mean, you can edit your uh,
0: Facebook post, can't you? You can, but people think differently about Facebook. <sighs> you, like That's when true. when when you see a video of the news and they post what somebody says, right? It's never a Facebook post. It's always a tweet. A tweet. And so they hold, you know, X to a higher standard when it comes to you saying something.
1: But there's like there are like official accounts that yeah, can I like know. edit their tweets and stuff like that. Yeah. Um
0: I would say Elon Musk also really sucks by the way. I think uh, yeah. I think I was on here when we talked about him buying it. I thought, okay, well he says, you know, it's gonna be used for free speech. So hopefully free speech will be on there. But then almost instantaneously he does exactly what he said he wouldn't do. And starts banning people like the guy that tracks his plane. Oh, uh, yeah. Even he <laughs> said he wouldn't do that. Um and then like when they rebranded the X, they took it the username away from a photographer or influencer who had like forty thousand followers on there. And they just took it without notice and changed his name. Did you see the uh they did invite the... him to the headquarters, but
1: you did, know. did you um see the thing that they did recently? uh um, i don't know there's this account i don't know if they posted a video of it or just uh or or steals from the video
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like there's this like infamous uh, they call it like hurtcore, uh okay. video it's called uh it's called um daisy's destruction I, like I, I feel really weird talking about it i've Dude. never seen it uh do you know what i'm talking about
0: no uh I'm like, i really don't I'm like, I'm like the old man in social media it's
1: it's like a it's like a messed up video of uh this i think it's like this like these people basically abusing this uh like 18 month old oh, uh, girl no it's bad that's why I, yeah. that's why i said i don't i don't know how to how to put it you know lightly uh for the show but uh yeah so this account posted I don't know if they posted a video mm-hmm. uh of it or um or just steals from it yeah but uh basically, I think it had been seen like three million uh times. It was like a bunch of people saw it, and um and then they finally his team that that they like you know take down like yeah. uh stuff like that finally got to it, and finally took it down, and then the account, like, they reinstated the account afterwards. Oh. Right. Um, and the account is from a uh, I guess, news source person? Like, he posts a lot of, uh, kind of like right-wing, you know, conspiracy yeah. type stuff. Uh, Yeah, got his account reinstated after posting stuff like that. So, Jeez. like, that's the kind of stuff that we deal with on Twitter, you know, like yeah. on, <laughs> on, on Twitter, uh, the guy who's running it is just like an insane person.
0: Yeah. Um, so weird. That like, lets this stuff happen. It was just so weird that and people should have seen it coming. Right. You know, because it was the same infatuation with Donald Trump. Like, oh, yeah he's going to do what the poor man wants him to do. Yeah. And then he immediately doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Elon Musk, the same way, basically immediately used his power, just the same way all the other people do, you know, to do things that he wants and block people that speak out against him. So, uh, hey, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I think it's a joke, uh, basically, at this point. Um, I give Twitter... X like (laughs) five more years max and then it's gonna it's gonna be over
0: five years max popularity because like when i say two years or less i think something like threads could take it over and then it'll just be one of those apps that sits on the store but people you know talk about how good it used to be and never use it again
1: no man i don't know i mean I, i i think i still at least four still with popularity well i mean Knowing Elon Musk, he could do he could do something tomorrow that that makes people
0: uh jump off that. Yeah, because Threads got like a hundred million users in like two days, so it's possible for something yeah. to get there.
1: But like, how many how many active users does it still have?
0: No, but I'm saying it doesn't have to be Threads. Like anything can get popular really quick now if it's good.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But I'm not saying Threads is the killer because I mean, God knows Zuckerberg is also not the best CEO. But oh, well, what you gonna do?
1: Yeah, right. Um, nah, man. I don't know. I still give it at least, yeah, four and a half, five more years.
0: All right.
1: But other than that, like it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be some slow singing and chicken bringing.
0: Goes from Twitter. That's how I started Twitter. Like, Twitter, yeah, yeah. T W I T T A to Twitter, now to X.
1: It's such a shame, too, man. I love that app. And now it's just to see what it's devolved into makes me sad.
0: Hey, it is what it is. But you know what else is a shame? What's that? The, the government seemingly confirmed that there's aliens this week. And uh, that's true. We won't spend a lot of time on it. You know, I just wanted to bring that up in closing. The government basically confirmed there's aliens and it's funny to see all the memes they're like oh wow aliens are real so what fix my health care my rising cost to live yeah bro
1: (laughs) i like the ones like i've seen i've seen one uh where like putting on put my my new alien friend onto uh baja blast (laughs) (laughs) this alien just like starts like disintegrating basically from
0: uh from the Baja Blast, dude. All those memes and videos are, are exactly why they won't tell us anything because we <laughs> never take anything seriously. No, bro. Uh, and then I saw one that was like, uh, putting my
1: new alien homie onto the yeah. to the sprite to McDonald's sprite, and then the alien was like making all these weird noises, like, <laughs> and then like start making like binary noises too. It was it was pretty funny. I
0: think one was. You talked about Baja Blast. I think it was like showing aliens where Mountain Dew comes from. And they're like <laughs> picking this glowing green Mountain Dew from a mountain, you know? <laughs> As if it was like, you know, famous moonshine.
1: Yeah, that that's crazy. So 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 okay. The earth get I'm sorry for that for that pause. The earth gets uh invaded basically in mass. Yeah. But aliens are like chill bros, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, would you mind being friends with an alien?
0: No, I don't care at all. Yeah. I'll invite them because you know what's really cool is I hear most of them are telepathic. And uh, can you imagine that? Yeah. Like,
1: that would be pretty cool.
0: You don't even have to talk. They'll just hear what you're thinking.
1: And, like, actually, until, like, I just, like, not just probably like a couple months ago finished uh uh Dreamcatcher, the alien book by by stephen king yeah and so like the talk of aliens is still like i'm like yeah bro i hope i hope it doesn't end up like that book but um i think it would be pretty cool to at least like you know chop it up with some aliens bro see see their points of view on things like i don't know man I feel like especially like if if you if these UFOs uh you know have been crash landing yeah. like like the like that uh guy who used to uh work for um the government says they are and then like the that um the United States government is in possession of all these non-human bodies you know what I'm saying the aliens got to be pretty chill you know what I'm saying
0: hey why haven't we been back to the moon well well, I mean, they got to be crash landing from somewhere close.
1: Yeah. um,
0: We only see one side of the moon. I don't know if anybody knows that. But no matter how much we rotate, you actually, the Earth only sees one side of the moon.
1: So you think, like, there's some, some nefarious well, things happening over on the dark side of the moon?
0: I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that That's one theory out there. I'm not, like, a huge conspiracy. I, I just think aliens are real. Like, I don't know where they come from. I don't know where they're at. But I think it's like a certainty that they're out there somewhere.
1: Yeah, like I feel like, you know, we we there hasn't been like uh, a, a war between humans and aliens and supposedly we have like uh the UFOs and the, yeah. the dead bodies and stuff like that. So like maybe the aliens are just are just chill and the yeah. government is just trying to kill things that they're just that uh they don't understand, you know what I'm saying? So
0: they're just crashing on our turf, you know, like they were on their way to some other far off planet and just so happened, crashed here. Yeah. The alien military fleet probably thinks, oh, we lost another one. You know? That's crazy. I think uh what's also weird is um what dang it. I just had it. But uh, <laughs> I think what's weird about aliens, if anything, that people should be worried about is have you seen the south park episode where they have time travelers
1: no i haven't seen it
0: well they they have humans coming from the future to the past Mm -hmm. because in the future there's no jobs available okay and so the people from the future come to the past and then they take all the jobs in the present (laughs) and i was like hey if anything you know we should be worried about all that technology and the aliens taking their jobs yeah (laughs) took jobs,
1: um, well I don't know, like I say, I say all that to say, like uh, aliens, if you hear this, if you can hear my voice, come hang out with us, you know, we're not we're not the u s. government. Come be on an episode of the yeah. podcast. uh, I don't know about logistics, but we'll figure it out, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, just tell your story,
0: yeah, if there's a any alien advertisement companies out there too, you know, we'll gladly take a sponsor. absolutely even for free at this point um hey we make no money on this so (laughs) if you just want to get your name out there to 15 to sometimes 50 people uh hey come be our sponsor exactly i I mean you
1: could play our stuff wherever y'all come from you know we can we can we can have like this kind of like symbiotic relationship you know
0: early on in the show i said you know i'd be fine If somebody like Preparation H would even want to be our sponsor, (laughs) and they haven't called,
1: I think that would be really funny.
0: (laughs) I would love to make an ad for that. Yeah, like can you just can you imagine us recording something? You're like, have you ever had problems in your anus? (laughs) New Preparation H. (laughs) Yes. Um, Well, prepare for Preparation H um man i would love to like just record a weird sponsored ad
1: no you're pretty funny man um but yeah no man if you're an alien try try to try to like not to crash land and then like (laughs) try to find some cool humans you know what i'm saying like hopefully y'all ain't like you know on some like body snatching situations and, like, uh, trying to hurt people. But, um, yeah, if y'all if y'all chill, get, get in contact.
0: You know what would really be unheard of? What's that? A live alien on a podcast. That'd be unheard of.
1: We have the best podcast named Unheard Of.
0: True. Unheard of. And a lot of people still haven't heard of it. So, if you like it, <laughs> you need to tell some people about it, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, nah, it's all good. This might be our last live show for a while. Right. You know, yeah, man. Your, uh, trip is coming to an end.
1: It is coming to an end this week. I don't know if I will be back out here no, or when I will be. So yeah, this might be the last one. So uh, we got two episodes out of it.
0: Yeah. Two episodes. So yeah, man, two trips, two episodes in person.
1: Hell yeah, man.
0: Um, but yeah, I think, uh, you know, folks, this has been a pretty good show. Um, and I just want to say, in closing, aliens are real. And maybe they live among us. I hear that uh, Secret Invasion is, you know, theorizing that same type of idea. Um, so, hey, they're real. Always expect the unexpected. Uh, you can find me on X at Jared Evans. I'm never there. I'm never there. Um I'm also on Instagram at Jared underscore ev but I'm never on there either. Um I also had to join the threads because I was interested. So if you're on Instagram you can also find me on threads at Jared underscore EV. I haven't put anything on there either. Um <laughs> Hey, find me on all uh, these places,
1: but you're not going to find my thoughts on anything.
0: I'm also on TikTok uh, at Jared underscore E V, but there's nothing on there either. <laughs> um, I literally have like five friends on there who just send me videos from time to time because I'm rarely on. Um, But hey, you know, those are my socials. And as much as I would love to get rid of the Threads handle, I can't. You because if delete you delete them. your threads, you delete your Instagram, and I have uh, <laughs> I have some images I would like to keep from my past on uh, Instagram of the kids and you know stuff like that, memories. I got you. So those are all my socials. I'm obviously on Facebook too at Jared R Evans, but you're not gonna find anything on there. It's it's all private unless <laughs> unless you're my friend um so pretty much you're not going to find me doing anything on social media <laughs> all
1: right um so my closing thoughts uh if you haven't seen barbie yeah if you haven't seen oppenheimer go see those movies those movies are really great I um once again like i said i did the did the barbenheimer experience so uh i think everybody else should as well um it was a fun day Um and uh I mean yeah it's been it's been really good being out here and getting the opportunity to make these uh shows in person uh with one of my most best friends in the world and um, I hope you guys have enjoyed them yeah, so I mean, yeah, so like thank you guys for listening, thank you guys for watching uh, shout out to all you guys um and you can find me on Twitter at x. Uh, young without the O <laughs> underscore ABG. And, you know, I'll be, I really don't, because I, I if you find my Instagram, because I, I don't even know what it is, uh, there's nothing posted to it. I've had an Instagram for probably like t- 10 plus years. And I think I've only posted, ever posted one image to it and I deleted it. So, um, no, uh, I mean, I kind of keep my Facebook, on the low, you know, like I don't really even post it there. That's crazy <laughs> hey me and me and Jared both got these social social media accounts and we just
0: don't post anything.
1: Um well I mean I will post you're, on Twitter. Yeah, you're active on X. i'm I'm I, I'll be posting on there. So <laughs> so you can find me on there. I don't really post a lot of stuff. You'll just see me like liking a bunch of stuff and you know retweeting stuff. Uh most I post is like about like some like uh music that I'll be listening to. So
0: I'm such a hermit crab. You remember the other day when you said you sent me a message on X and when I looked at it, it was already like five days old. Just yeah, I knew Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Those things.
1: yeah So, <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like the same way for other apps too. Yeah. So, um, but you can find us uh, basically everywhere at unheard underscore of pod. That's going to be on uh, your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, um, yeah, that's us. We're unheard of. This is All the right. show you've been listening to for the past how long? We've been recording three years. No, I I'm, meant I'm like tonight, like oh. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, about an hour,
1: I think. This is the show. If you if you're if you're not sure what you're listening to right now, you're listening to Unheard of. So, yeah, Unheard underscore of Pond. So. You can find us everywhere like that. Yep. Yes, sir.
0: And uh, yeah, folks, hope you've enjoyed it. two live in-person episodes. I think this one looks a little better uh, without the uh, effects and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm um, not disappearing this time. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I do look a little nappy. I've been in the sun a lot with my kids and everything else, so I couldn't shave my head. Um, but hey, it is what it is. We're here live. Um, not a live, recorded, put in person. Um But yeah. Alright folks, we love you. We hear you and we hope you hear us. Hear it unheard of. Unheard of